0: Hi there, and welcome to Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart. I'm excited to have you here with me. Who am I? Well, I'm a single mom, a producer, an entrepreneur, an author, a motivator, a speaker, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But most of all, today, I'm your host, Letitia Johnson, now before we get started, I have a question for you. Have you ever experienced something that shook you to your core? Something that made you question your worth? Well, so have I. So let's talk about it. I want you to sit back, listen close, and join me as we prepare to discover, uncover, and even rediscover the beauty in who we are. In life, we have so many different types of expectations, whether they're healthy, unrealistic, or even unspoken. Expectations are a part of life. And when things don't happen the way we want them to or in the timing that we think it should happen, it's normal to feel disappointment. Unfortunately, that feeling can not only be felt mentally, but physically and emotionally. I know all too well when you're constantly disappointed that expectation can shift and harden To where you no longer have any. Sometimes it's like, what's the point? So I ask you, have you found yourself swimming in the sea of disappointment? Being overtaken by the waves of unmet expectations? Has the feeling of being let down forged its way into your soul? To where as you form a protective barrier? keeping people at bay are you either afraid or too bitter to desire or expect things again is your mindset and your mentality i'm good i don't need you i don't need anything from you because you're going to disappoint me anyway people deal with disappointment in so many ways some let the anger fester some pretend it doesn't exist Some become underachievers so that they don't feel the impact of unmet expectations. Some become overachievers to prove the validity of the expectation or the lack thereof. Becoming an underachiever, they unconsciously set the bar so low and avoid taking risks to prevent themselves or others from being disappointed. Unknowingly, this behavior can become a form of self-preservation to the overachievers, and at times I'm guilty of it too. We aren't out of the woods either. Often overachievers avoid disappointment by setting the bar so high, and then it sends stress levels through the roof, and it can cause us to be devoid of peace sometimes even putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves and others. So ask yourself, which one are you? How do you handle the disappointment of unmet expectations? And ask yourself, are the expectations that you have of yourself and others, are they realistic? The expectations you have of others Are they unspoken? Let's be honest. You see, much of this experience stems from our formative years when we're learning the trust to depend on and to expect from others, namely our parents or parental-type influences. Then, as we grow and we build our circle, it starts to include other family members, friends, And authority figures, as we already know, and if you've lived long enough, I'm sure you've experienced plenty of it. Disappointment, that is. Since it is a part of life, how do we deal with it in a healthy way? Here are a few ways that may help. One, don't let the disappointment linger. Yes, acknowledge that you've been let down, but don't stay there. When you find yourself rehearsing the disappointment over and over and over again, shift your mindset. Don't dwell on the could haves and the should I've had to remind myself of this often. Not only with the divorce, but even with the health journey that I endured. When I was disappointed that my feet weren't working and my legs weren't working, I had to remind myself, don't dwell on that because you may get stuck there. Focus on something else. Don't dwell on the could-haves and should-haves. Number two, get help if you feel stuck. I say this often. If you are in need of a counselor or a therapist, please seek one out. Set up an appointment. I know sometimes it could be taboo. Oh, I'm seeing a therapist or, oh, I'm seeing a counselor. Do not worry about what other people think. You are more valuable than someone else's opinion. Get the help that you need to become free, to become a better you. Three, be kind to yourself. You've gone through a lot. There is no need to beat yourself up for expecting. We talked about it in a previous episode to watch out for the negative self-talk. So don't discount yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't insult yourself for expecting. Just monitor and see if your expectations are realistic or if they're unspoken. Number four, adjust your expectations. This doesn't mean that you don't have any. To be honest, I'm working on this myself. You see, recently I had to put my car in the shop. And needless to say, it was an expense that I was not looking forward to. So I was driving around on a loner and I happened to spend some time with my dad. And I thank God for it because now we're closer than we've ever been. So, like I said, it was an expense that I was not expecting. And I was driving around on a loner while my car was in the shop. Instantly, when my dad saw me, he asked, Where's your car? I was a little hesitant to say where my car was exactly, but finally I admitted my car's in the shop. Then he asked how much I was being charged and stated that he wanted to pay for it. Now, as someone who isn't really used to people helping me, let alone not asking for help, This felt a bit uncomfortable. He saw that I was hemming and hawing about it, and I was like, no, I've got it. But in the back of my head, thinking, you know what, that would really help financially. But I was being prideful in the moment, and I didn't want to have to expect him to come through for me and then potentially be disappointed. So I said, I've got it, Dad. Thank you, though. He looked at me, and he said something that pierced right through me. He said, Letitia, it's okay to have an expectation of people. It's okay to have an expectation of me. I know I failed you in the past when you were younger, but haven't I proven myself over the years? It was like that statement gripped me and would not let me go. I wrestled with those words all night. Isn't it something how powerful words can be? But that's another episode. I was up for hours thinking about what he said. Do I really not have a healthy expectation of people? Do I really not have a healthy expectation of him? I had to do a deep dive to find out why and how I can get better. I began to write down and go over all of the times, that I could remember anyway, that I was disappointed. The times I faced the giant of unmet expectations. Because there were so many moments, I just had to start with my dad. And I began to write it out. And as I did, tears flooded my soul and poured all over my face. It's not included. <laughs> I had to remind myself that was the past. Give him the opportunity to be the dad I've always wanted him to be. Now don't get me wrong, I forgave him. But isn't it interesting how we can forgive someone, but always expect them to be the same? Once again, another episode. I began to further examine how many times in life I carried the weight of unmet expectations. But not only that, how many of my expectations were unspoken and even unrealistic. So take out a piece of paper and write down, of course, the times that you remember that you were disappointed. And then under that, write out what was your expectation? Why wasn't it met? Then underneath that, ask yourself, was it an unrealistic expectation? Or was it an unspoken expectation? People aren't mind readers, so we have to communicate in a healthy way. As you do that, you may see a pattern. Now, number five, find the lesson in the moment. And no, the lesson is not, don't depend on people. Find what the lesson was. Number six, set and have healthy expectations of yourself And others. You see, there are different types of expectations. Healthy expectations, which we want to strive to have. There are unrealistic expectations and unspoken expectations. We have to stop thinking people can read our minds. And then we get mad at them or disappointed in them because they didn't perform how we expected them in our mind to perform or even the poorly communicated expectations, which can ultimately lead to unmet expectations. Sometimes we can use these faulty expectations as a way to self-sabotage or as a self-fulfilling prophecy to prove people can't come through or they can't be trusted or whatever lie we've come to believe. Sometimes we use it as a proof to validate deficiencies, and that's not fair. Often, unrealistic expectations can come from perfectionism, low self-esteem, or even some negative core beliefs. For example, thinking things have to be perfect in order to be enjoyed, or thinking things have to be done exactly the way we want it to be, Or how we've visioned it in our minds to be. And we're not always right. Now how do you know if you have unrealistic expectations of yourself and others? Ask yourself, do you give room for change? Do you allow others to be themselves? Flaws and all. Or must they perform according to your desires? Ask yourself, write it down if need be. How do I act and how do I feel when plans don't go according to how I believed they should? How do I act or react when a person doesn't do or perform the way I desired them to? When things go wrong, do you tend to feel let down and frustrated? Do you have a very specific vision as to how something should go or take place and when it doesn't add up you become disappointed when people or a particular person doesn't quote unquote fall in line do you become upset or resentful when you expect a person's behavior to make you happy those can be some clues of unrealistic expectations Okay, Letitia, we've gone through all of this about these unrealistic expectations. Okay, I've heard enough. How do I let go of them? Well, here are a few ways to do it. And as always, there are more ways. I'm just naming a few. So get out your pen and pencil, paper, whatever you need, your phone, whatever you've got, and let's go through them. Choose and set realistic goals and allow for flexibility. Write out your expectations and ascribe realistic goals to them. Be honest about your motives. Even if you aren't ready to be fully honest with others, you have to have the courage to be honest with yourself. Another one. Stop expecting perfection from yourself and others. Realize and accept people and circumstances. Accept that they aren't perfect and that is okay. And realize people can only be who they are. Expecting them to do or be more than what their pattern shows, my dear, is unrealistic. Stop expecting people to change immediately. Their growth may be a gradual process. Another tip, meet people where they are and what they honestly have the capacity to do. If you know someone is not a multitasker, do not pile up expectations on them Because they won't reach it. Take it one step, one day at a time. Meet them where they are. Here's another one. Stop assigning your own belief systems to other people. You may have a way of doing things. Or you may have a belief system. Let's say, just using this as an example. You believe that the trash should be taken out every night and you're dealing with someone who is okay taking out the trash every other day or every two to three days you will end up getting frustrated expecting them to live and have the same belief system as you do especially if it's uncommunicated once again people aren't mind readers Realize that everyone does not think or behave like you do. And I know because we're so amazing and we've got it all together that people should be like us. (laughs) And isn't it funny how everybody is thinking the same thing? Acknowledge your disappointment, but avoid the blame game. There's only a few more tips that I have. Communicate your needs your wants, and your desires in a clear way. Once again, people aren't mind readers and your body language does not count as proper communication. Your pouting does not convey a healthy request. So open your mouth and communicate. That's all you got to do. Communicate your needs. Avoid comparison. Whether it's comparing relationships, achievements, or accomplishments, work on no longer comparing. You've heard the saying before, comparison is the thief of joy and the grass is greener where you water it. And lastly, realize, sorry, sweetheart, you aren't always right nor is your way of doing things always the correct way. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week as we continue our journey of discovery. But before we say goodbye for now, show some love for your new favorite podcast, Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart, and leave a review. I can't wait to chat with you. See you next week.